Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to The Greatest Covenant. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Brendan. And we're so excited to have you or have you listening to another episode where we chat about real life experience in our 25 plus years of marriage and the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and how with the help of God, we were able to persevere. Our goal in doing this podcast is sharing with you and to help you be able to be prepared for those life experiences that you will encounter. That's right. That you will encounter. Yes. (laughs) Not maybe. They may not be the same as ours. You're going to encounter something. You're going to encounter something. So, well, today is role reversal day. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) So, our previous episode, my husband had me in the hot seat. So, today... I have him in the hot seat, and I'm super, super excited about it. Well, so, she is. <laughs> getting, he's getting some asked some hard questions. They're not going to be really hard. They're actually going to be quite interesting and hopefully thought-provoking for you. We only got an hour, maybe. Maybe an hour. Maybe. <laughs> yes. You know I me will and my say, thinking. I will say that... I do have more questions that, than you had, but I'm going to be reading through and picking out which questions I want to ask you. So, hmm. Considering the fact that from our last episode, we talked about the fact that how a woman has to get from A to B, there's A1, A2, A3, right. A4, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why she has more questions than me. I had three. Yeah. Just three. Yep. She got like eight. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so I... I'm not scared if she comes up with more if she comes up with more than three to ask me I'm okay I'm ready well I mean the number of questions is gonna be based on how long it takes you to answer <laughs> so that's why we got the timer <laughs> <laughs> I have 15 seconds <laughs> right I'm going to fail <laughs> well right. I'm excited about this episode because we're gonna get into the mind of a man and my husband is the spokesperson for men Again, man, I'm so sorry in advance. Well, I think it's going to be very interesting for um, I'll do what I can. women slash wives slash girlfriends to really understand what it means. So the title of this is called The Thinker. Has he really checked out? Because I know some ladies like for me and not really so much for you because you you kind of stay engaged in conversation but like sometimes what women perceive as in the, they're in a conversation with a man and what they perceive as a man checking out is not really the case well depending on the conversation we do check out sometimes yeah yeah but it's not it's not really like i'm checking out because i'm done with this conversation there's a reason why men think differently than women do because like you know from our last podcast we talked about how women can think a million things at one time Mm -hmm. we can you know what they call that multitask Mm -hmm. whereas you know for men it's about okay i can do one thing at a time compartmentalize one thing at a time so Mm -hmm. or the average man can do it there are some men that probably can multitask somebody yeah that's their special breed. Well, we're talking about in just in terms of their thinking. In terms of thinking. Yeah, we're not talking about activities, but we're just talking about 
you know, how a man thinks. And so, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know if you've ever said any of these like types of common phrases. I don't know what I'm thinking now. I just need a few minutes to decompress before you hit me with the, with your day. You do say that sometimes. <laughs> I figured it out already, okay? So that would be like an angry response. And then the response of, can we please talk about this later? I've or said that. Yes, you have. Or in front of the television, and you know better than this. Sorry, honey, did you say something? What do you mean I know better than that? <laughs> I can't want to know where. <laughs> and you know better than this, well, by the way, plug. <laughs> yeah yes i we, do know better it doesn't mean i wasn't thinking it <laughs> yes that's that's the case yeah so you know we want to kind of peel back the layers of a, of a man's brain and his thinking and the way that why he thinks the way that he thinks and answer some of those questions of why has he checked out has he checked out what is he thinking about so Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. So, okay. Think of a discussion or a disagreement or a conversation we've had. Just think back to like, you know, disagreement, whatever. Has there ever been a point where during one of these that you just completely shut down? And if so, why? Let's see, a discussion or something that where I completely shut down. Well, in the beginning of our marriage, there were quite a few of those because, you know, I'm not much for confrontations. Um, I'm one of the few men that don't like confrontations. So probably, I mean, I don't know specifically, but I know we've had some discussions as far as me spending time with the kids or Mm -hmm. I know we've had a lot of discussions with me being a drumline teacher. I was always gone. Yep. And we... And we would have our discussions or you would say little things. And instead of me addressing them deep down inside, knowing what it was, I didn't say anything. And I think the reason why I did that is because, like I said, in earlier in our marriage, I wasn't I'm not much for confrontation. I'm kind of laid back on a lot of things. You pretty much have to back me in a corner for me to actually go there. Yeah, I would say that early in our marriage. Now it's different. Now it's different. And I think the reason why it's different now is because we have a different approach to it. It's yeah. not like it's like when you have a when you have an issue to discuss with me, you're not coming with guns blazing, swords out. Right. You know, hammer cocked, ready to go. Right. You know? So I think that and that it kind of helps me, you know, because I ain't afraid of you. But now let's get that straight now. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> I will metaphorically fight you. Okay. <laughs> win <laughs> you might win but you're gonna have a battle metaphorically you're gonna have a battle <laughs> but no that would probably be one of the main reasons why i i would shut down was because i wasn't much of a confrontator yeah because one depending upon the conversation if i let it boil up inside me i'll probably say something that i'll regret yeah or if i don't or i don't or if i say something to you and you have a good rebuttal i don't have a response which makes me more mad <laughs> right Yeah. Well, and I think also I, you know, I just think back to the early years of our marriage and, and even before we got married, the early years of our, us dating and, you know, me going home with you to St. Louis. And I think that, uh, let me, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. 
you just didn't you didn't feel comfortable confronting different issues no i didn't and i think that that's like where you ended up like if we're in a if we were in a deep conversation or even a disagreement and you know i know that my personality type i came on strong that's just you know partial that you know part of that is how i was raised for whatever reason i don't know why because again i have an introverted personality but the early years of our marriage i just remember and i just see or saw how you just you didn't want to confront the issue you know and so i think i wasn't afraid to talk about it but i think to a certain point i was done yeah because it was it was either it was pointless for me to get into it because you weren't going to see it my way. Yeah. Or like I said, if I said something and you gave me a good response and I had nothing to back up the response. Yeah. It made me more mad or, okay. or it was just a pointless comment to me. It was a pointless conversation because in the end you're going to get what you want. Yeah. And I'm not even going to be considered. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mind you all, this is the early years of our marriage. We're better now. Early years, yes. <laughs> We're better we, now. <laughs> yeah, we are better now. I mean, again, because we, we've we learned how to communicate with each other and learned each other and um, how each other ticks and thinks and mm-hmm. responds to different situations. So, okay, that wasn't too bad. Nope, it wasn't too bad. Bring it on, sister. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so this next part, you know, relates to how men have to think things through mm-hmm. like you again aren't aren't an on-the-spot thinker you have to really take time to think things through work through your emotions work mm-hmm. through your feelings so go back to a deep conversation or a disagreement or whatever how long would it usually take for you to talk about your feelings so this is like a two-part question how long would it usually take to talk about my feelings? Mm-hmm. It would take me a while. Based on whatever disagreement or whatever we're in. Based on the disagreement or, okay, so based on the subject of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take me a while. Because mm-hmm. um, there would be times that you would never tell me your feelings. That too. Because I, probably at that time I didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably I probably didn't know how to feel or if how I was feeling how would that affect you? Yeah. Because if if we're in a if we're in a discussion, not so much a heated conversation, but an actual discussion which which could have turned heated or let's say it did turn heated. Me sharing how I truly feel about what we're talking about, I was very more concerned about your feelings than it was mine. Yeah. Because the last thing I want to do is say something to you that would hurt your feelings or make you think that I didn't love you or I hated you or something like that. Because again, for me to lash out or even confront, you'd have to back me into a quarter and, and think about that. And no, I won't, I guess the best description I can give is a wild animal. You back a wild animal into the corner at some point it's do or die. Absolutely. And things might, and they may react in a way you didn't expect. And then by the time you realize it, it's too late. The damage has been done. And that's to a point that's still me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little more mature and more controlled about how to confront things and express myself in a better way mm-hmm. to where if I'm already, before you even get me in a corner, I'm going to push back a little bit. Um, You really have to catch me off guard to put me back into the old me, so right. to speak. 
And so I think that's what some wives, if you have that kind of husband who, even though the discussion is a necessary discussion, I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to guess that the reason why he isn't responding is probably because of what I just said. He doesn't want to hurt your feelings or maybe he knows himself well enough to know that if he says the if you say the wrong thing or this keeps going, he's going to snap. Now, I'm not saying physically snap, but he'll definitely may say something that will have you feeling some kind of way. And the last thing he wants to do is do that to you. Well, and I think also um, for some men, it's hard for them to articulate what right. they're feeling because they don't know how to say what it is that they're feeling right i don't know like i'm a woman of course so i you know don't understand or know what the psyche of a man but you know for some men they were raised to where you don't talk about your feelings because that's not sign of weakness yeah it's a sign of weakness when you talk about your feelings and men men don't cry and all this other stuff you know yeah yeah but what they but what men don't understand is you have to do something with those feelings Absolutely. If you're feeling if you're feeling angry about something, if your wife if you and your wife have a discussion and you and it has to be a discussion as necessary, you need to share your feelings. Mm-hmm. I believe and and I don't know how many wives out there would agree or disagree with me, but they would respect you more and love you more for the fact that you aren't afraid to show your share your feelings. Yeah. I think at one time my wife and I were we were going through our issues in our marriage and we were reaching a point of almost separating, if not divorcing. We were talking about something and I think I, I think you may have asked me, you know, something to the point where my response was, I'm still here. And I yelled it. I mean, I yelled it. I I mean, yelled. I've never. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I remember because I've never yelled in your presence like that before. Mm -hmm. And I think it may have taken you back or something, but I don't know. It, it, It was one of those kind of conversations that was so, that was so needed and heated you know that i just had to scream yeah and and that was that was intense for me yeah so at that point in our relationship do you think that you were holding in like you know all the years of not really being able to communicate effectively and really articulate what you were thinking that was a buildup. That could have been. It could have been. It could have been. Uh, it it could and it could have been a number of reasons why you know why that happened. Dealing yeah. with stuff internally, stuff outwardly. You know, it's just it could have been a number of things that brought us to that point. Um, I think I remember what it was, but it's irrelevant right now. But it could have it could have been anything. It really could have been anything that could have brought it up. But I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, we as men, you know, we're emotional too. We have a right. We have the right and we need to be able to express our emotions. We have to. There's men don't don't look at crying or having an emotional response as a sign of weakness. You're human just like your wife is. You know, that's to me that's not a sign of weakness. That's yeah. a sign of sharing. That's that that right there is a is a bonding moment for you and your wife. Yeah. And you know, one thing for men where women can typically tackle all of the emotions and feelings that they're dealing with some of them can do it at one time and just you know Mm -hmm. get it all out there Mm -hmm. but for for some men it takes time for them to tackle those feelings really truly understand what it is 
that is going through their mind before they can articulate it out mm-hmm. to you. So that doesn't mean that like when we would get into those discussions or disagreements, you know, back then when I thought that you didn't care or you weren't listening to me. Um, I just didn't know what to say. I just you, didn't know what to say. You didn't know what to say. You were looking and, for a response and I couldn't give you one because I didn't know how. Yeah. Or or I felt it would have been the wrong kind. Right. It would have right. been the wrong kind of response. And I think at a point, I think at some point you didn't care as long as I responded. Yeah. To a point. Yeah. yeah. But my, my concern was making sure I didn't hurt your feelings, even though depending on what the discussion was, somebody's feelings was going to get hurt. Well, and, and that's, you know, had I known what I know now, that would have been my cross to bear because I would have had to figure out my own feelings. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that point we really didn't even know really each other how to articulate our feelings and our emotions. But, you know, when I was ready to talk about something or I was ready to engage in conversation and back then it really wasn't conversation. It was just me talking, you listening or you talking, me not listening, (laughs) you know? Well, well, I mean, I'm just, you know, (laughs) so I think now that we have learned to communicate with each other and really understand where each other is coming from. I think Mm -hmm. we are in a better place to where I know that when I have something I want to talk to you about, or even if we have some type of disagreement, I, we like, we, we remove ourselves from the situation if we have to. Um, but for you, it's going to take you a little bit longer to think through the situation to be able to understand what it is that you're feeling, um, you know, the thoughts that you may have before you can come back and articulate what it is that your thoughts in. I think for some men, that's true. Uh, yes. They need time. They need time to process. I mean, you know, you're looking for wives are looking for or you in this case, we're looking for the right now answer. I couldn't give you one yeah. because I didn't have one. Yeah, because. Ooh, and that was so frustrating. The, the heart, the biggest thing was if I gave you an answer, it wasn't the answer that you wanted to hear. Yeah. Well, that's the answer I have. Yeah. And it's not the answer that you want, which made you more mad because you wanted me to think like you or be on the same page as you. Right. And we're two different people. Right. Agreed. Yes. Husbands, wives, you're two different people. We are two different people. You may get along. You may have some things in common. But in the end, you're two different people, two different ways of thinking. You have to come together and listen to each other and talk about it. Yeah. You know, and, and give each other the time and the space. Ladies, if your husband needs to think about what it is that, you know, you sometimes we have a tendency to word vomit all over men. Tendency? Tendency. Hu- okay. Husbands. And so, you know, that's a lot of information. That's a lot of data that they're we're inputting into their brains. And they have to work through that. Because like we said in the last <laughs> podcast, we we to get to our... A to Z, we have to go through A1, A2, A350. Right. So for men, it's going to take them, like, they will take that information in. They will put it in, I, I think of it as compartments. Yeah. And they're going to compartmentalize 
everything that we've said to them Mm -hmm. so that they can piece the puzzle back together to be able to come back and have a coherent conversation and be able to tell you what it is that they're feeling, what it is that they're thinking. And so it may not be an immediate response that you get. Right. Right. They may, they may need till tomorrow morning. Right. They may need, you know, they, it's just, you know, like Cassandra, if Cassandra asked me about how I think about something, cause I want you to think about this and like, okay. Like for instance, she asked me when we are trying to get tires for a car. So she asked me, what about this place? What about this place? What about this place? So my, my normal response, and I only do it because I know the kind of person that she is. I'll say, babe, just go research it, go research it. Come back. I say, you find my response to her was find the one that's the cheapest or the one that has the better deal. Period. She came back with six different places. What about this one? What about this one? What about this? I, I, I was like, just pick one. We got the money to pay. Just get the tires. <laughs> no, when I want to do this and I want to do this. It's like, woman, well, just pick one. <laughs> just pick one. In the name of Jesus, just pick one. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, let me think about it. Let me think about it. And then once I had the time to think about it, it took me, what, a day or two? It took you a minute. It took me a day or two to think about it. And I finally said, well, what about Walmart? <gasps> oh, yeah. I didn't think about Walmart. See? <laughs> and sometimes, you know, sometimes for me, I may have a bunch of stuff in my mind. So I gave you all six of those or seven different places. And I couldn't figure out. a de- I couldn't make a decision because, I mean, come on, tires on a car. Ain't nobody got time for all that. I, I have other things to worry about. And so really <laughs> what I was car. what I was looking for was for him to make the decision on where to go to get the tires and it took him two days. It actually took you longer because we've been looking for tires for a minute. But it did. I mean, let's just say we had it figured out this week. And I think the I think the thing that's she's really as as my wife, she's I don't know if this is the right word, but I'm going to use it because it's biblical. She's learning to be submissive and she's learning to let me she's learning to give me the lead on certain things. And that's and to me. Because I trusted her so much to take the lead on a lot of things, that's a lot of pressure. So, for one, so why when you ask your husband something, even if it's the simplest question, unless you know they know about it and can give you the answer right away, you're probably going to be waiting 24, 48 hours <laughs> for an answer. <laughs> yes. You know, you asking me about tires. Now, if you ask me about drums, okay, you got to answer for two point right. five seconds. Like, but if you ask me about tires, yes. Mm, I don't mm, let me let me think about that. Let me fast and pray and I'll yeah. get back to you. <laughs> exactly. That's so, exactly right. That's kind of how that's kind of how we are. So when she so when she asked me those kinds of questions, you know, like she asked me about putting our website together, you know, I was like, OK, I got the website. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So she wanted to be involved in the website. OK, so she's tinkering with it to add little things to it. I'm like, babe, what did you do? Messing it up. What did you do? That's why I'm not. I said, would you just let me handle it? Just I'll let, me let him do it. the website. You know, like I don't bother. She does the editing for the podcast. I don't bother her. <laughs> she's the researcher. <laughs> she's, I don't, I let her, you know, they, some people may think, well, that's the man's job. No, that's the researcher's job. <laughs> <laughs> so we on the, so that's how, that's how we keep problems in our home. I don't. I don't, you know, there are times that I have to step back and go, you know what? That's not my ministry. That's Cassandra's. I'm going to let her do her thing. Yeah. But yeah. But wives, just, just be patient with your husband. You know, that he, I promise you, if you know your husband that well, 
you know, if you know your husband that well, he'll he'll give you the answer that you're looking for, even though you want it tomorrow. You want it tomorrow. It may take him the next day, the day after that to give it to you. But he'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was a good. Um, that, was a good that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I thought these were hard questions. Well, <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So I actually am going to, I'm actually going to do two more questions. Okay. So it's, it's, yeah. We got time. We're good. We do have time. So ladies, we're, we're, we're talking about giving the man, letting him think things through. We like all of the questions or any situation or discussion we have to give him time to think things through. So basically for men, this is a fun statistical fact that um, was in the books uh, for women only um, by Shanti Feldhan Han. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. Yeah. Um, but it is a known fact that scientists have discovered that Men take up to seven hours longer than women to process complex emotive data. Boom. Seven hours. That's a whole work day. So, I mean, let's put that into perspective. I know some wife is listening to this right now going, I don't have seven hours. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I ain't got seven hours. I don't even it's have seven minutes. Right. I need seven, 2.5 right. seconds. Right. Because, I mean, think about it. Ladies, what are we doing? We're, we're working full time. Some of us are working full time. Some of us are working and have kids at home. You have to come home, cook dinner, make sure that they're taken care of. Make sure your husband. We ain't got time for all that. Seven hours. Seven hours. <laughs> but that's okay. We need to make sure that they are able to have that time, especially if it's complex information. Like if it's like, what can I use as an example? Um, I can't even think of. Tires. No, that's not really complex. Oh, you um, said complex or simple? Complex. Oh, complex. Okay. Yeah. Like, just, gosh, I, I, I don't know. Something that's super hard. We have to give them time to be able to process that complex information. Because, again, a lot of men compartmentalize. So if we're giving them hard data, hard emotive data, so we're asking them to think about something that's complex and apply their emotions to it, <laughs> that's complex within itself. Well, a complex situation could be, you know, choosing which bill to pay for this week. Right. Depending upon the importance of getting it paid. Right. Not that we won't get it paid, but just choosing which one to pay at that time. Yeah. You know, and you'll come ask me and I go, well, which one is the one that's further? Which one do we, which one is like to the point of being shut off? And you'll go both of them. Well, okay. See, that doesn't help me. That just right. Give me more pressure. So now you want me to choose between water electricity yeah the groceries yeah well okay we can use we can use the tires as an example because it is like you know there's so many places that are out there to get tires right and so that is complex information i guess yeah that's I, complex uh, because well, for me go ahead i'm sorry you're saying no go, go ahead. ahead i was saying for me that makes it complex because you know me i don't like paying for stuff i can't use right 
you know me. That that's probably my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves. Right. I buy something, I spent money on it, and then something happens to where I can't use it, and I still got to pay for it. Right. Right. No, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go off. Right. But and then I don't want to go someplace, and I don't want to. I don't want you going someplace to get tires for the car, and we could have went somewhere cheaper or you know something like that nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like you when I said Walmart. Walmart was the last place I'm thinking about. Cause, you know, I'm thinking. Some of our tire stores, Tires Plus, right. Jiffy Lube, not Jiffy Lube, I'm tripping. Uh, uh, Jensen, you know, Jensen yeah, right, places. places like that. Um, so, you know, it, it's we want to get the best deal. And see, and my biggest thing is I have to have the confidence in myself to say when I make a decision, I made a decision, a confident decision. You know how I mean that sometimes I feel, I don't feel, and, and this could be for most husbands. We sometimes don't feel adequate enough to make the right decision. Right. Or feel like we made the best decision. Right. Especially if we have a habit of finding out later, if we had done this, it would have solved, it would have solved all our problems. And then you start to doubt yourself, you know, and that's another thing that you, that sometimes we husbands deal with is self doubt. Yeah. We're not, because the last thing we want to do is do something to put our family in the worst situation. Right. So when you ask me something about making a decision, I can see if we only had one place to go. Right. Then there was no point in having a conversation. Right. Just find out how much they are and move on. Mm-hmm. Or even two places. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we're talking five to six different options. Right. You know, from from Discount City on the corner to Goodyear. Right. You know, and choosing those type of companies. that That's a lot because the last thing I want to do is put us in a position to where we didn't spend five, six hundred dollars on tires. Yeah. And one blows or something of that nature, or something happens to where the tires didn't work out and we're stuck with them. Yep. Now I got you driving tires that are unsafe. Right. Well, so I'm going to get to the question in a second, but I just want to let the ladies know, listen, what we perceive as a long period of time for men to think through complex emotive data, men that's okay that it takes you seven hours to think think things through because like I don't want you to although sometimes you know there are situations where men do like we do have to have a decision made right on the spot yeah there are times times and there Mm -hmm. are situations but you know it's okay how you process your data. I process data and I process it differently than you do. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that a woman's mind works. And that's just the way that a man's mind works. Right, right. So the questions that I have related to this are, how do you often process complex emotive data? And it's sort of a two part com- question. So, um, what are your go-to vices that allow you to decompress that data? So you've you've taken all of this complex data into your head. So you know that there's some place that or something that you need to do to decompress so that you can pick through the box of complex information. What do I do to decompress? Let's start with that. What do I do to decompress in order for me to process the complex, the complex data. information? So I normally play video games mm-hmm. or I just watch binge watch a show, a few episodes of a show. Um, probably eat. Which is not good all the time. 
Yeah, that's true. That's not good all the time. <laughs> or I or I spend so much time on social media, just just looking at it, not participating, just looking, just you know, watching America be funny. So basically, um, you just kind of mindless things, mindless things, mindless yeah. things. That's what that's what I do. Mindless things. Yeah. See, and there's not and wives, there's nothing wrong with your husband coming home and doing mindless things. Yeah. Now, if he does it all night, that might be an issue. Right. <laughs> But if he wants to come home, if he comes home from work, depending on, and not, not even depending on the job, you know, any job, depending on what it is, any job, actually, it's, it's, he could come home stressed from it. You yeah. Know? And so if he does something mindless for a half hour or, or, or an hour, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll, you'll get a better, you'll get a better response out of him if you let him do mindless something. Right. Just like, just like. Same thing with us husbands. If we, if we came home, you went to work or you had a struggling day with the kids and I grabbed the kids and I said, okay, come on, we're going to get something to eat. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about cooking. And like, well, I got to cook. Don't worry about it. I'll go pick up something. We're just going to get out of the house for a minute. Yeah. I've given you, and I'll try to stay out of the house an hour. Right. Just to give you an hour. And that's your time to decompress. We'll get a better, we sh- we should, we hopefully will get a better response out of you as our wives mm-hmm. and, pre- and appreciation. Not so much. Not so much any other thing, but just an appreciation for it to give you just a moment to break, get a shower, power yeah. nap, something. Yeah. And so that's the same thing here. And so, so that's what I do. If you, if you, if you say to me, honey, we still need to talk about such and such, such and such. I'll say, okay, well, let me, I'll be home. I'll get off work. I'll come home and you let me decompress, you mm-hmm. know, play a video game, just sit and chill, maybe even take a power nap or something. And then when I get up, you say, can we still, can we, can we talk about this? Sure. What's up? Right. You know, it doesn't work all the time. And I, and I'm speaking in general for you, especially if you, uh, parents with young children, sometimes it doesn't work because you know, the kids need your undivided attention. Yep. So sometimes it doesn't work, but anytime that you, anytime that either one of you can have a t- moment to decompress and decompress Yeah. before you start getting into conversations like that. Right. Because women also need to have a time to decompress. Right. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, you know, because we're often always thinking. And even when we decompress, sometimes we're still thinking. That thing never shuts off. That brain of y'all's never shuts off. But I've told Cassandra, I said, babe, you've got to shut it off. It's hard. Shut it off. I can't. There have been sleepless nights. Yeah. What do you think? I'm just thinking about this. I'm thinking about that. Babe, just shut it off. Sometimes it's hard. But we also, you know, need to have a time of decompression. We need to also have a time of where we're not realistically thinking of something. And it's possible because I do it all the time now. When I'm watching TV, I don't think about nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But the TV. (laughs) I mean, but that's because I don't have any. Well, mm, I don't have any little children home. I still have a grown up daughter at home, but I don't have any little kids at home to where I have to think about them constantly. So women, it is okay to shut your mind off for a minute because you're going to need to do that to remain sane. Mm -hmm. So I love those commercials where the mom's going to the bathroom and locking the bathroom door. Yes. That, 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 that's if you got to do that do it (laughs) even for your husband look i got look i'm uh -uh. do it girl go ahead on (laughs) yep 
All right. Well, the last question that I am going to ask. So. Well, no, I'm sorry. There was a, there was a wasn't there a two part question or was that the two part question? Well, you answered the second part. I think we kind of were talking about how do you process complex emotive data? Oh. Were, were we kind of talking about that or did you? Well, how I, how I process it is you bring it to me. And if you if you ask me something again, going back to the tires, you ask me about the tires. I say, okay, well, I knew you needed tires, so I had to I had to keep that in the forefront of my mind. You needed tires. Um, I also knew that you know God has blessed us with the finances to get the tires, so I had to keep that in mind. But I also had to be smart about how much do I want to spend on tires, right? And then second, and then that was third. That was my third process. My fourth process is: Do you need all four? Or can we get away with getting you two? Mm-hmm. And then, but even in that, you had to think that right. through. And then, even fifthly, does it make more sense just to get you all four, <laughs> or do I need to get you two while we have the money to buy them? You know, it was just so many things because because I was thinking, okay, well, we have this other things to take care of, and she does need tires, she does need this, she does need that, but we have all these other things to take care of. So I was like, okay, I, that's what I would tell you, babe. Just go, just go and research it. Let me know. Because then I'm thinking, okay, if she researches it and she finds the best deal, done. We're doing it. When you came back and go, I don't know. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is not the answer I expected from you. Well, and thinking through, like, just just now thinking through your process and how, you know, you got from point A to point B to point C. I My picture that I see in your mind of how you processed it is you have the tires in a box. And then, so that would be like box A. And then po- box B would be, I don't know what, what else you said, but. Box B would be acknowledging the fact that you needed tires. Yeah. So box, so so one, so, so I, but you're right. That's kind of how I compartmentalized it. Box A was, you brought to me, I need tires. Right. Box, box B was, okay, she does need tires. She's right. She's, she's driving on a donut. You're right. Box C was, okay, we have the money to get the tires. Box D was. How much do I want to spend on tires? Right. Box E, do we need to get two or, or four? Right. Box F was, <laughs> should we get two or four? Right. Was and, it, and each of those. And each one, right. Right. Each of those boxes, you are, it's almost like, okay, the it's in the main box, but then you have to think through what's in the box. Right. And then once you have the answer, you put the top on that box. It's almost like a puzzle. Exactly. The box in the picture is a tire. Exactly. <laughs> the picture on the box is a tire. Yes. And I have to put all the puzzle pieces together, big pieces to put them together to make sure that we get the tire. Right. Get the tire. Right. So right. we finally found the puzzle piece. Right. Now we just got to get it done. Right. So. So that's just really how the the your your mind works. It doesn't. It doesn't process the data all at one time. Like, you know, a woman's mind, um, you can, we can process everything at one time. We may have our boxes, but we can do it and we can get it all, the answers that we need right. at one time. Every We're, box, two di- uh, 12 different subjects, you've answered all 12 different subject, right. subjects. I'm still on the first one. Right. He's in box A I'm and we're in box, box A. You're in, you're in F. Right. I mean. So, and that's okay. That's okay. You know? Okay. So. One last question. Go ahead, babe. Okay, so let's just think of a scenario. Okay. We each have our own way of doing things. So let's just think of a project. Okay. Let's 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 
let's do it like this. We we mentioned this in the last podcast where we buy something new and you it's something that has to be put together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, do you know where I'm going? This is already going bad for me. <laughs> so we each have our own thought process of how it should be done. Right. Now, we're going to use this instant instance, you know, because I this is definitely not how I work. But I give you free reign to put it together. And I watch you put That's it together. <laughs> so has there ever been a time in doing something like that, or even if it's just a product around the house or, you know, washing dishes, cleaning up the bathroom, anything like that, where you did something, you didn't talk to me about it. And then I come in and have a look on my face. Like, what were you thinking? And I start to question you about it. How does that make you feel? Cause e- to be honest with you, okay, first of all, first off, it made me feel like, okay, so what I did wasn't good enough. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I can, okay, so what I did wasn't good enough. That's fine. Or if maybe your approach was not to have me feel that way, but I still felt that way. And we kind of, we have a, ten, we had a tendency to do that to each other. Yeah. Even though, even though, even though you're questioning it, my first thought is, okay, so I did all this work for nothing because you still don't like it or... I didn't do it right. And then because she knows her husband, the first question she's going to ask me, did you read the direction? Right. Nine times out of 10, my response is going to be no. Right. Next question will be, why did you not read the directions? (laughs) And then she brings little mini me with her. Yeah. Our daughter, dad, there's a reason why directions are there. So I'm looking at them too. You guys have 2.5 seconds to leave my presence. Yeah. They don't. (laughs) <laughs> nope <laughs> they don't and so once she gets past the once she gets past the initial the initial uh frustration and the steam out of her ears finally goes away she'll get the directions and she'll go babe how come there are pieces done out here because i could be done with the project there's still pieces out here yeah i don't think they'll put this stuff in the box and she <laughs> likes to she likes to do these things right. i don't think they'll put this stuff in the box if it wasn't supposed to go into the into the project right I says, well, I made it work. No. No. She goes, okay, break it. Right. You're going to fix it. No problem. <laughs> but how does it make me feel? You know, again, earlier in our marriage, it would have backed me in a corner. And I've already explained what would happen if I get backed into a corner. Now I can kind of laugh about it. Yeah. Because, I, because, I, because at the same time, I can laugh at myself. Mm-hmm. I can laugh at myself. And right now, how does it make me feel? Now, actually, we're having a great laugh about it. Yeah. Because I go, well, babe, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, well, it didn't, it didn't like it fit there. Well, let me get the directions. So she like, and when she starts, <laughs> yep. you know, with her lips yep. and everything, yep. let me get the directions. So here's what it looks, just what it looks like. This is what you did. Right. This is, this is what the picture says. This is what the, the directions say. This is what you did. Yeah. I go, well, okay, well, Al, do you want me to fix it? Yes, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, well, can I fix it tomorrow? Depending on what it is, I'll either get a no, right, or yeah, you can fix it tomorrow, but it's gonna be right here waiting for you tomorrow, right. So, well, that's I kind think, of how we—that's kind of where we are now with, with with that. Yeah, I think that 
you know, when it comes to this type of situation, you know, you know, I I don't think any wife does wants to make their husband feel bad or, you know, I, I don't think they intentionally want to do that. Right. I don't intentionally want to make you feel like what you're doing is not good enough. Right. And so I think, you know, back then I didn't have a lot of respect for what it was, you know, early in our marriage, respect for what it was that you were doing. When Mm -hmm. I would look at you like, what were you thinking? There was, there was no sign of respect or, or trust that you were making the right decision or anything like that. So we have to, as women, we have to allow our men to be able to process what it is that they need to process in their way. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to think things through. And we need to be able to know or we need to be able to trust that what they're doing or their approach to it is what's best for them. Right. And then we need to be able to respect that decision. We need to be able to respect them in, in a way of, you know, I may not. There's times when he goes in and, and loads the dishwasher. In my mind, he don't load it right. <laughs> he don't load it right. Oh, in my mind, I didn't load it right. But I don't care. <laughs> as long as it fits. And the water hits all the spots. Now, if it doesn't come out clean, I'm mad enough to say, okay, it didn't come out clean. I'll do it again. I'll put it back in there. Or I'll just wash it in the sink. But I know I didn't load it right. I, I know I didn't. I, I know where the plates go. I know where the silverware goes. I know where the pots and pans might go. Everything now, when else, you knowingly do it wrong, everything else, everything else is a crapshoot. When you, you right knowingly now. do it wrong, I'm just saying. I mean, <sighs> now oh no. I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt anymore. Well, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> this is this is confessions, true confessions, right here. You heard it first, people, on the Grace Covenant podcast. You heard it first. I I, I knowingly don't know how to load the dishwasher, <laughs> but I do my part. I but do my part for the house. Even even with that, I have to respect that, okay, <laughs> he's loading the dishwasher. This is how he's thinking. That so she, That she's looking at it and going, Jesus, help my husband. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or like, okay, so for me, you know, I, I don't want to say I necessarily love cleaning the bathroom because I don't, but I have a process in a way that I clean the bathroom and what needs to be done. And I usually can do it in a half hour. Our bathroom is not that big. So he's only cleaned he's only cleaned the bathroom two times since we've been in our house. We've been in our house for No, I may have done it three or four times. No, no, no. Okay. Two, two times. times. You say so here. Both times. Now I can do it in a half hour. <laughs> But for him, why are you trying to put me on blast? My goodness, that's like a ha- like an hour and a half, and so because I want to make sure that I get everything. Well, naturally, in my mind, I'm thinking, what is he doing? But I won't ever. I would never, never allow him to see that on my face because at least he's doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. She- I mean. She's very appreciative when I do it. Yeah, it's a matter of respect. No, our men, they do not think like we do. They think very differently from us. And so we have to be able to respect, love, and give them freedom 
to think the way that they need to think, to process the way that they need to process, because that's that's how your your marriage is going to have harmony. That's how your relationship relationship (laughs) is going to have harmony. Well, love, at the same time, don't be afraid to come up to us and say, babe, let's talk for a second. And, you know, lovingly say, babe, thank you for doing this. But this, 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 and this. Or, babe, thank you for putting this together. But I think you missed a couple of pieces because. Yeah, absolutely. Because th- and, and, you know, you can be like my wife. You wives, you can be like my wife. because and, and go, well, they wouldn't have put this in the box if it wasn't supposed <laughs> to go with the, right. with the finished product. Right, right. And then you, and then you know, in your own subtle loving way, as as well as you can pull that off, you know, go well. I'm looking at the directions, honey. Are you sure you didn't put this in this this spot, this spot, and this spot? And of course, he may look at you, and and you just and just go, you know, let me take a look at it for a second, honey. I don't think this fits. Can we? Can here try that piece? See, there you go. Yeah. Well, and I'm not I'm not talking about like you know. But I'm saying what I'm, what I'm saying is, is wives, don't be afraid. You're, you're. You are you are your husband's helpmate. Yeah, helpmate. I've done what I can't say it right. Yeah, but your 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 position as his wife is to be his is to be his support system, his right. backbone. Right. You know, to um, I won't say pick up the pieces when he when he drops the ball, but right. to let him know, hey babe, you dropped this ball. Let me hand it back to you. Pick it back up and let me show you how to make sure you don't drop it again. Something like that. Right. You know, because believe it or not, my wife she does give me the freedom to make my quote unquote mistakes and freedom to make my quote-unquote decisions but at the same time if she knows i really dropped the ball she's not gonna let me stay there she's gonna oh, be like, absolutely she's not. Gonna be like honey look come here let me show you this no let me do this do this do this and this and you well, know and that's and that's and, and i appreciate that and and she doesn't in a way doesn't make me not and she doesn't she doesn't do it in a way that makes me feel bad yeah and, and again i don't think she ever did it to me to make me feel bad but then again she was she was a very strong-willed person She's the kind of person she needs. She needs things done a certain way, the right way, and right now, possibly. Yeah. And she's kind of mellowed out over the years. I don't know if it's old age or what. Yeah. (laughs) And I think the longer that we've been married, it hasn't been a thing of where all the decisions are on me. Right. And, you know, it's a a partnership now where we... You know, there's there's things that, you know, you can come to me if you're having a hard time processing something that, you know, and vice versa. Right. You know, because I think the way that you're going to make a marriage work is to be able to have that partnership to where if you can't think of something clearly or if I can't think of something clearly, I should be able to Mm -hmm. go to you and say, babe, I cannot I need help processing this information and the same you should be able to come to me and say, babe, I really need help processing this information. Right, and we've gotten right. to a place, I think, where we are able to do that now yeah. as a couple, whereas before it was a very individual relationship. It was yeah. not a partnership. Yeah. And that and, and another thing with, with the partnership part, you know, and th- again, this is strictly my opinion on it. I don't know because I'm not in your house, uh, everyone, whoever's listening. Nine times out of ten, the wife is going to end up making the decision. Some of the some of the decisions. Now, granted, and then again, that that all depends on upbringing, personality. Like yes. my wife made my wife made just like every decision for a long time in our house. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of me not stepping up to the plate, or me not being there at the time to help make the decision, mm-hmm. or me just not knowing what to do. And leaving it all to her to figure it out because yep. she was in the thick of it. I'm out doing something else. 
And so when I stepped up, when I got to a point that I was done doing all of my other things and I stepped up to the plate and I realized she's been making a lot of decisions. No wonder she didn't trust me. Mm-hmm. No wonder she didn't, didn't respect me. And, and, and what we, and husband. So I'm, 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 I'm saying to you, if you're one of those kind of husbands like myself who didn't take the initiative to try to make decisions, you're 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 gonna see it in your spouse. You're you're, you're gonna see how that makes your spouse feel. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. You if you if you want to have any love, you want to have that partnership, that true partnership. I'm, yep. Let me take out the word love, but partnership, the true partnership. Step up to the plate. You know, even if what even if you decide, to, even if you make a decision that's wrong. Yes. It's going to happen. Yes. Help, hear me when I say this, husbands. You are going to make a decision that was wrong. Yeah. You're, but as long as you, and why is I'm asking you, when your husband makes that decision that is wrong, don't browbeat them. Appreciate the fact that they that they tried yeah. to make a decision. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I don't want, I, 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 that's how you are going to grow as a couple is to understand, okay, my husband or my wife made a decision that was wrong. I appreciate the fact that they even tried to make a decision. And it wasn't, it may have not, and then not so much wrong as in it was just the worst decision in the world, but it didn't work for your, it didn't work for your situation. It didn't work. You know, I've made a lot of decisions that didn't work for us, mm-hmm. but I, she asked me to make a decision. Yeah. And I made it. Now I felt bad when I realized, mm, okay, that was not the best decision to make. Mm, that's going to hurt us later, possibly. Mm-hmm. But my wife, I really believe my wife appreciate the fact that I'm stepping up to the plate and trying to make decisions for her, you know, and, or either for her or with her. Yeah. Cause she'll, so she'll sometimes ask me flat out, honey, I can't do this. Yeah. Please, please just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. I can't do it. And you don't know, you don't understand that 48 hours turns into two weeks. Those are hard to, <laughs> su- yeah. When she does that to me, it's like you are, you have what? No, don't. She said, I can't do it. I can't, I'm so tired. I'm so stressed about it. I'm so, I, I'm having to be sleepless nights. Please just, you tell me what to do and I will do it. And I said, okay. Yeah. I said, Lord, okay, I got to make this decision. And I make the decision. She does it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think, I think the fact that I made the decision took that off of her. Yeah. And I love what you said about trust because with that trust comes respect and, you know, early in our marriage, because I had to make all the decisions, I didn't trust you. Right. Especially when it, when, when you were trying to take the initiative to take some of the, the pressure off of me, I didn't trust you to make those decisions because those were some decisions that, you know, had been put in place because I knew that they were safe and, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, our life was structured in a way that, if you mess up, then everything is going to tumble down. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and, and that was a sense of control for me. So I could control those things. So, you know, back then in my mind, why would I want to give up that control? So, um, and I think with that trust that I was able to start releasing and, you know, giving to you, came respect for you as your as your role as the husband um and again once that once those things started lining up it turned from 
a uh, individual relationship mm-hmm. to a partnership. Yep. 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 It took me a long time. It took me a long time to realize that when when we when we're in those situations and where you're asking me to think about something and make a decision about something, it took a it, it took me a long time to understand the importance of that. Yeah. Because we are a partnership. Yes. We had we got married. You took my last name, but I didn't take yours. Yeah. You gave me children. You yes. know, and you you Well, we you helped. had a part in it. Oh yeah, I did, but you know, <laughs> all the, the the finished product came from you. Um, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean and I had to realize that, you know, we have we, we're in this together. We're yeah. in this together, we're in this together. So I had to really step up and show you that I'm not afraid to make a decision, you know, and if it's wrong all I can pray is you don't hate me or pack a bag because it was a bad decision. But, you know, I'm still here, so it's okay. Yeah. But make yeah. no mistake. She still makes some decisions. Like, I don't know. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Um. Wow, this was fun. It was. It I was. hope the questions weren't too hard. I hope no. I didn't make you sweat too much. Nope. Nope, I was able to answer them in 2.5 seconds. I did not mean, I did not have to say, next episode I'll have all the questions answered. <laughs> Well, I could have asked more because I did have more, but I think what um, we talked about today really, I think it gave a really good insight into the mind of a man. I hope so. I mean, and and how some men think. It's not, you know, this is not just geared to all men. Right. Some men think differently. Just like the, the previous podcast, the previous episode, some women think differently. It's there, you know, it's just. These these things are guides or tools, you know, mm-hmm. to better help you understand each other. Help you hopefully open up a little dialogue. Maybe get yes. you to go, okay, honey, listen to this podcast. Yes. Are you this way? Have you thought this way? Do right. you think this way? I mean, are do you act this way? I mean, that explains that explains why we had that discussion about something and it took you almost three weeks to answer me yeah. when I needed to answer a week ago. Right. So right. it makes, I mean, we're, we're hope our goal here with this podcast is to get you engaged into conversation and yes. to, and to understand your spouse and understand your partnership better because yeah. even because every marriage is different. Yes. The goal is the same. Yes. But every marriage is different. Mm-hmm. How you how you do your marriage is how you do your marriage based on what you want and your what based on your personality as a couple and what yes. you guys do. But we're hoping that what we talk about and what we would bring to the table here in this podcast brings you gives you dialogue. Mm-hmm. Makes you have a good laugh. Maybe even even maybe even break down a barrier or a wall that you're having a hard time explaining to your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be touching on some more fun subjects and in, in other areas. And then some are going to be very, some of them are going to be very deep because we have some good conversations and, yeah, you know, about things. And, and so we just want you to know that we do this because we love you and we want your marriage to be successful. Yes. We want your marriage to, to last. We want you to be an example for your children mm-hmm. or your, or your grandchildren. You know, we want you to, we want you to to know that you leave a legacy of what it means to have a good relationship. That's what we want for you and your marriages. Yeah. Well said, babe. I love do what that. I can. I do what I can for the people. I yeah. Do. Love that. Love that. So. Wow. Can I get off the chopping block now? Honey? Yes, you're you're off. You're done. Okay. You did wonderful, babe. Can you unlock my shackle now? <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> 
You did fantastic. Good. And thanks for being my guinea pig, I guess, for today. And, and you know, hopefully feeding into another man's life. And um, just... Husbands, if you feel this way, by if anything I've said to you helps you helps you open up to your wife about it, talk to them. Yes. Talk yes. to them. And if you feel like you, you know have any questions or you know just want to get advice or or thoughts on a situation or something like that just hit us up on our website um thegreatestcovenant.com and you know post a question comment there and we'd be happy to get back to you and and you know if there's anything that you want you wanted my wife to ask me because we did this on the last episode anything that you wanted my wife to ask me as a as a as a thinker of the male species send it up there yeah maybe we might depending on the kind of questions we get we might do a follow-up episode on yeah yeah that would be fun that would be fun yeah we'll take your questions and and pray to god we can answer them (laughs) (laughs) right yeah so well let me pray us out and then um we'll just get ready to end this thing (laughs) heavenly father lord i just i thank you for so much for this time that we've had here together today and Lord, I just, I thank you that you give us the tools to be able to help other couples that um, are newly married, have been married for a while and, you know, just want a better understanding of, you know, themselves, want some to to give their relationship a kickstart or or anything like that. God, I just thank you that you've just, um, God, been in the midst of every conversation that we have had, Lord, and, and, and Lord, those couples that are hurting right now, I just pray, Lord, that you would just put your hand over their relationship, God, mm. just breathe life into their relationship, Lord, Yes, God. and anybody that is hurting right now, God, just give them peace, uh, show them your love, your grace and mercy, Lord, Lord, I just love you. And I just thank you. And I pray all of these things in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for another great episode of The Greatest Covenant. For more information about The Greatest Covenant, you can reach us on our website at www.thegreatestcovenant.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Greatest Covenant. You can also reach us via email at thegreatestcovenant21 at gmail.com. God bless you and we love you all.